This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3763, for Wednesday, the 4th of January, 2023. Today's show is entitled, The Bader-Meinhof Phenomenon. It is hosted by Mike Ray and is about 13 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is, a look into this psychological phenomenon. Hello and welcome to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is a crowdsourced uh, podcast in which people like you and me and everybody else who can, and that's everybody, provides or sends in uh, podcasts, little recordings, long recordings about anything of interest to the hacker community. Um, my name is Mike Ray, and it's a very long time since I did an HPR podcast, and most of my podcasts in the past have been about technical subjects. This is about the psychological phenomenon. Now, I should point out that it has gone, well, it's well past 10 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and I'm several bottles of Hogsback traditional English ale. And about a third of a bottle of twenty-year-old port um, to the uh, to the better, so I might be slightly in- incoherent. <laughs> anyway, um, the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Now, this is something which I can guarantee that if you are of any age. Uh, you will hear my description of it and you will go, oh yeah, that's happened to me. Um, and the I should explain the name, the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Now, the, the name Bader-Meinhof, to older listeners like me, will be reminiscent of the late 60s, early 70s, or the whole of the 70s, really, and the early 80s. They were a group who liked to call themselves the Red Army Faction. And they were labelled the Bader-Meinhof Gang, or the Bader-Meinhof Group, by journalists. They were responsible in the 60s and 70s and into the 80s for a number of what might be described as terrorist atrocities, assassinations, attempted bombings, successful bombings, of places in and around uh, Western and Eastern Germany, particularly East Germany. But, of course, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. And we're not going to get involved in that discussion here. Now, this phenomenon is known as the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon because it was, in 1994, a man wrote to a newspaper and mentioned that he had heard mention of the Bader-Meinhof group or seen mention of it, whichever, and thereafter seemed to be hearing about it multiple times. And hence it was given the label, the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. 
Later than that, in 2005, it was christened the Frequency Illusion. So, um, to describe what the Bader-Meinhof illusion or phenomenon is in simple terms. About 18 months ago, I was talking to a friend of mine called Emma. And we were discussing, talking about some of what I consider to be my legacy skills. And one legacy skill in particular, which is COBOL. I was originally trained in 1991 uh, for about 12 months at college, at the Royal National College for the Blind and Visually Impaired, as a COBOL programmer. And I mentioned COBOL to Emma, and she'd never heard of it. The next time I spoke to her, about a month after that, she said, you know, we spoke about COBOL. She said, I heard it several times after that. I was standing on a railway station in particular, so she told me. And there were a couple of guys behind me on the platform. And I heard them talking about COBOL. And then on the radio, a couple of weeks later, I heard it mentioned again. And Emma is, I think, in her late 30s or early 40s, possibly. And until I mentioned COBOL to her, she had never heard of it and then seemed to be hearing it all over the place. So that is the phenomenon. And that is why it's called the frequency illusion. It's something which you hear or see, uh, usually a noun. It might be the name of a city, the name of a river, a country, uh, a, a rock group, a song... Uh, programming language, as in my case, um, or something else, and then you take note of it, having never heard of it before, and then after that, you seem to be hearing about it all the time, or, or coming across it quite frequently. A very strange phenomenon. Now, I have experienced this several times in my life, and one, the only one I can think of at the moment is the word interlocutor. Now, interlocutor means uh, if you're having a conversation with somebody, the person you're having a conversation with is your interlocutor. I first came across the word when I read some H.G. Wells at the age of about 25, possibly so, over 25 years, well over 25 years ago. But thereafter, I seem to be hearing the word interlocutor a lot. I think it's mentioned in the Sherlock Holmes canon. But yeah, I must have heard or seen the word interlocutor before that. I just didn't make note of it. But because when I was reading the H.G. Wells and saw the word, I didn't know what it meant. So I made a note of it and went to look for it, for the definition. And then seemed to be coming across it thereafter quite frequently. So... Um, I've explained the phenomenon. Now let's talk about um, what psychologists think of this and why it occurs. Psychologists will say that it um, uh, 
the, the responsibility of it falls with two cognitive biases. The first of these two cognitive biases is selective attention bias. And that is the effect of noticing things which are important to us. So anything that you've heard before and are familiar with, you will hear again. And the mo most noticeable, of course, of, these, of this uh, selective attention bias is the thing that we all know and we all experience, and that is hearing our name spoken from the other side of a crowded room where there is a lot of chatter. You will hear your name over and above the chatter which you are disregarding which as background noise. So that's selective attention bias. Paying attention to things which are important to us. The second of these cognitive biases is confirmation bias. Con uh, not bias, bias, confirmation bias, and that is paying attention to things which reinforce our predisposition, our current belief, and disregarding anything that contradicts it. So that's the second of the uh, cognitive biases which give rise to the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Um, it's thought to be almost entirely harmless, although it does uh, impact people with the worst kind of um, oh, can't think of what it's called at the moment. Um, schizophrenia. People with the worst kind of schizophrenia can suffer from uh, poor effects created or brought on by the Bader-Meinhof uh, phenomenon. So, there you go, a phenomenon which I am absolutely confident that if you are of any age, unless you are, you know, very young, a child or a young adult, you will have, you will have experienced this phenomenon and you will have made a mental note of it probably very casually but you have you have probably like me in the early days not really understood why something that you'd not heard before or never heard of before is suddenly heard all the time now this is uh, a function of how your brain actually works a lot of people regard the human brain as being a lot like a disk drive which it absolutely is not. It, it's almost like um, it's almost like Velcro. It consists of hooks and loops, um, and things become connected. Synapses, little chunks of memory, are connected by association patterns, and we're absolutely as humans. Um, designed to recognize patterns and these associations uh, build up in the brain so Emma my friend again on the telephone conversation with me would have heard me talking about COBOL 
So when she then heard it on a railway station, was subjected to that synaptic connection in her brain between me, uh, a close friend, and Cobol being fired. Uh, and she immediately paid attention to the fact that there were two guys standing on the plat- railway platform somewhere close to where she was standing talking about Cobol. Whereas in her 30-odd years, 40-odd years, she must have heard the name Cobol before, but had no synaptic or no brain patterns uh, in her brain which caused that connection to, you know, that, um, yeah, that connection to be fired. So that uh, that's the way the brain works. So there we go. Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, a very interesting psychological effect or phenomenon, which I am, again, absolutely confident that you are, that you are um, familiar with. Anyway, this has been Mike Ray on Hacker Public Radio talking about the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.